0: And welcome back, everybody, to the drive Through Podcast. I have Brandon Rabaugh and Andrew Boris here, of course. Thanks for stopping by. And, of course, it was another amazing weekend in the NFL, but what was new? Uh, lots of storylines this weekend, but, you know, we got to get it started here. Just right off the bat, congratulations to Brandon and Andrew for their big win from their Cincinnati Bengals. Even though, even though, even though they did not believe in their squad. But doesn't matter. They still got the win. How you guys feeling about that, real quick? Dominant,
1: dominant. <laughs> AFC <laughs> champs. Yeah, it's it's not even like I don't even not even that. I just feel hopeful anymore. I now. now have expectations like this this team has to make the playoffs for this to be like what they've shown so far it would be a disappointment not to make playoffs so that would be my word of the day i now have expectations for this team
0: okay okay expectations i like it i like it so lots of great things in the nfl this weekend you know the titans came to play um mahomes another kind of sketchy performance the panthers don't really know what's going on sam darnold with that team but might be time to panic with them as well. Um, and then, of course, the Cardinals continuing to roll, but they did play the Texans. Um, but of course, they're the only undefeated team. But we are gonna get it started in the AFC North with a quick AFC North review. Brandon, let's get it started.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So let's start with Thursday night football. Browns coming up there with the practice squad and getting the dub. Talk about, I know we'll talk about our boy Dearness Johnson a little bit later, but that was very impressive. Case Keenum looked very poised under control team stepped up it was wasn't pretty but they got it done big win for them and then on to the Ravens Bengals game at the Ravens in Baltimore Bengals losing 17-13 start off the uh, second half after the first drive just rattle off a quick 28 points to put the Ravens out of their misery 41-17 taking control not just the division but the AFC at the as the first seed with the tiebreakers as they stand now, so the Bengals are in control of their destiny. Really good weekend, really good weekend for both the Browns and the Bengals.
0: Wow, yeah, definitely a great weekend. I I, f- I forgot that you guys are in the driver's seat, not in the ASC. We will see how long we're in first place.
1: I made it. Not played the I know Browns that whole with. playoff start today. Things uh-huh. dumb, but first seed, man. Okay, we'll see. We'll see how long you're winning. Last. Just keep, keep separating. separating more
0: wins. It's early, so we'll see. We will see from there, <clears throat> but um, you know, we are gonna just go ahead then and dive into that game, Bengals and the Ravens. Uh, I think o- overall, you know, I think it was a great game. In the first half, I was a, I was like, this is a great game. I could see it going either way. Um, kind of saw the Bengals still making those you know strides, and their defense came to play. But then that second half, I think that's obviously you know when the game really kind of just turned. And I was like, whoa, you know, like the Bengals, I have to admit, you know, you guys really did look like a legit playoff team in that game. <laughs> I tried not to start laughing, mm-hmm. but you guys look like a legit playoff team. And honestly, I mean, like you guys are looking like a you know, legit team. The future is only going to get better no matter how you end this season. But obviously, you know, at this point, you guys do have to make the playoffs. If you don't make the playoffs, that would be a bummer. Uh, but Andrew, you know, break it down for us. Let us know your thoughts on that game. Yeah, I think there's two major
2: things about it. One, you got to give. Credit to General Joseph Lee Burrow. I think what he does on the field, being able to read defenses, audible uh, those calls. Uh, CJ Uzama, you know, they predicted that play coming just with film. Joe Burrow identified it. It's an easy touchdown. And the second large part was just our defensive scheme, being able to contain Lamar Jackson. I think he had a couple breakout runs, but not anything we've seen that he's done over the last couple years to us or some other teams in the NFL. So overall, I think our defense came out and showed that they can play physical and they can fly around and stop those running
1: quarterbacks.
0: Definitely. I mean, I think that was definitely probably one of the biggest takeaways for me, the defense stopping Lamar Jackson. How about you, Brandon?
1: Yeah, so I'll piggyback on that defense conversation real bit, real quick. Um, Last week on the podcast, I literally said, I don't know if y'all remember this. Yep,
0: you did. Bengals signed you.
1: all these free agents to stop Lamar Jackson. If you look who they signed, they got a bunch of athletes that move well in space. Not, not a bunch of stars, but everybody is solid on the defense. And like yep. that plan came to fruition. They rushed four, dropped seven. Lamar got his rushing yard, sure, but they didn't get gashed for anything. They kept everything in front of them. They kept them out of the end zone. Mark Andrews only had three catches. Hollywood Brown had that one big touchdown catch, which was an amazing play. I'll give it to him. But, like, you just kept it in check. I know there was a stat. The Ravens running backs finished the day with 12 carries for 27 yards. Stopped the run. Like, this Mm. team, I'm telling you, they don't have a weakness on defense. Um, Super impressive. And the offense just shows, like, they get a little sleepy sometimes. Get three and outs. Not looking great. But when they turn it on, I mean, you saw in that second half, like, Momentum. Touchdown touchdown, momentum touchdown touchdown like they got rolling that was the point of taking you know chase over Sewell like it's the ceiling it's that how are you going to stop these three receivers oh CJ Uzama is actually pretty good two people don't talk about him and then we mm-hmm. need to ice the game turn around hand it to Joe Mixon not a lot of holes on this team I mean they could maybe use slightly better pass rush slightly better o-line sure but like at the end of the day this is a complete team and. They showed it on Sunday, and and I have to say, even as a Bengals fan, I'm shocked that they were able to do that in Baltimore.
0: A complete team. You heard it here first, everybody. Drafty podcast. Ooh. Bengals aren't looking like a complete team, I, I do have to admit. Let's start off with Joe Burrow here. I think, you know, this year, I think he's separating himself a little bit from the pack as well, from those younger QBs that he was with. Uh, we still kind of get the Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert comparisons, Um, I still don't know where I lean with that. I think I'm leaning more Joe Burrow just because I see him more. And, you know, I I think Justin Herbert is really good as well. Um, But, you know, Brandon brought it up earlier today, you know, is Joe Burrow a top 10 QB? And to me, I'm almost even ready to maybe even you can make the argument. Is he top five, top seven? You know, he's really getting down there into those elite QBs if he continues to finish this season out. Um, so I'd like to hear your thought, Brandon, you know, is is Joe Burrow top 10? Is he top seven? Like, what exactly is he right now?
1: Yeah. my so,
0: form after this last game. That's that's the context, too, you know? Yeah,
1: <laughs> form. So the like answer is yes. I looked at some quarterback rankings on ESPN just to see where he was stacking up after the game. They had him at 12 with directly in front of him were Tannehill, Carr, and Herbert. And I was sitting there thinking about that. And I was like, look, I'm taking, like, Carr, sure, Derek Carr is nice, but I'm taking Joe Burrow. Ryan Tannehill, you can do some things. I'm taking Joe Burrow. Oh, yeah. When we get to Justin Herbert, that's when we start talking. Herbert's more toolsy. Burrows, I think, showed just that, that how Herbert did versus Baltimore and how uh, Burrow did against Baltimore joe's got it upstairs and like that's what's really Mm -hmm. separating him more than his physical tools right now so like you're asking me i think he's right in that 9 10 range right now there's still some dudes he's got it passed there's still some dudes with insane talent like a kyler that joe will just never have but he's certainly making a case i don't think you can deny him as a top 10 like there's not there's not 10 dudes i'm taking before him at this point absolutely
0: okay okay Mm -hmm. andrew
2: Yeah, I would say the thing I like about Joe Burrow is just how he leads with kind of a swagger. He's a very quiet guy, but what he does on the field speaks louder. Also, I mean, Joe Burrow, he's at what, at this point, 14 or 15 games played. Justin Herbert is probably in the mid-20s, if not more. So I think it's hard to make that comparison at this point in the career. But what I do like about Joe Burrow, and I'll give Justin Herbert his credit, I think Joe Burrow, when he's on the field, he knows how to read defenses. He knows how to make the right calls yeah he has had some costly mistakes on interceptions running the ball when he shouldn't have but those are just some of those like early on career mistakes that he's making what i will give credit to justin herbert too is just his overall arm strength getting the ball downfield being able to run he's a lot more versatile but i mean i think it's hard i mean i like justin herbert i think he did great things at oregon what joe Burrow did at lsu that's the hard comparison and sometimes you know almost unfair to compare him just because of their own beast so i think by the end of the season though we might be able to put a better answer together just based on the numbers and the team's records
0: future is bright future is bright so we're going to go ahead and get into our winners and losers of the week it was a great week in football but always there are your winners and your losers so just to kick us off here really quick my winners of the week i have the titans great blowout winner of the chiefs i have the patriots another blowout win But it was a division game. Get them kind of back on track. Everybody beats up on the Jets. You know, you can mark it off as a dub already. And then the Colts, it it didn't look pretty. But hey, that's too straight for the Colts. That can kind of turn their season around. The Titans got that win. So that one is crucial for them to try and stay in the race for that division. Um, Those are the winners. And the loser of the week, Dolphins, another L. Tua did. Tua out there playing for his life. I'm watching Tua play. It's crazy. Tua's playing really nice right now now but they still lost. And then the Panthers don't know what's going on. If you lose to the Giants like that, I and mean, you scored like three points against the Giants. I mean, Sam Darnold, they went from- Nothing. Yeah, they, they went from Sam Darnold to like, oh my God, 3-0. A hey, Brown should've took, everybody should've took Sam Darnold. He, Sam Darnold's just a regular guy. Everyone do this. He's a normal guy. He turns the ball over, he fumbles. He's all right, he's a backup. Then we have the 49ers, you know, people are really high on the 49ers. I don't understand it. I think they have a pretty average roster. Um, I think if they had an I think if they had an elite elite QB, I think they'd be in the hunt. I still don't think they'd be like a top team. I just think that's kind of the team they are. Kyle Shanahan, good coach, gets a little bit more credit than I think he deserves. He did blow a 23 lead and he did um lose in Super Bowl weight to the Chiefs as well. But it is what it is. <laughs> the winners and losers mm-hmm. of the week. Brandon, let's go ahead and get into your list.
1: Yeah, so I had two winners. We don't need to rehash all the Bengals talk, just, but what they've done for positioning, I just don't think it can be understated with what the position they've put themselves in now. They're gonna probably go in and play the Jets this weekend and get a win. And then you have the Browns at home, and then you have a bye week. You know, you're sitting six and three, seven and two at your bye week. That's just exceeding all expectations. That was great. Titans as well, after that horrible loss to the Jets, they've just casually, I think, ruled off four straight wins. So. And they beat the chiefs like they held they didn't let the Chiefs score a touchdown that's that's insane so good on them those are pretty much my dominant teams as well uh losers of the week on that flip side yeah let's let's talk about the jets losing their starting quarterback even though they're not good that's really bad for rookie development yeah. getting them hurt the chiefs not scoring a touchdown like what the hell is happening to the chiefs and then after that you go talk about the panthers just dropping four straight like All of these teams right now are dealing with some serious issues that need addressed, specifically the Chiefs and Panthers, since they, you know, supposed to be in contention this year. Uh, Yeah. Not looking good for those teams, that's for sure.
0: Not looking good at all. Andrew, let's hear yours.
2: I'm gonna give you guys a different winner this week. I'm gonna go ahead and give it to the Las Vegas Raiders. And the reason why is just because they're continuing to win games with all the adversity they've seen this season so far. I think they're right now, definitely in the AFC playoff race. And I see, I think I see them continuing more success. Big win over the Eagles. I'm also gonna give a shout out to Mac Jones and the Patriots, obviously it is the Jets, but they are starting to turn their season around. And I think the future does look bright for Mac Jones. And then I will give the Titans also a shout out. I think seeing Derrick Henry throw that touchdown pass and just them going in there and brutally destroying the Kansas City Chiefs, the team everyone needed to beat this year. I really see the Titans just continuing this. And then the losers, I'm gonna have to start with the Chicago Bears. Things are just really not working out over there. I love Justin Fields, but something just not clicking. I don't wanna say it's on the offensive line or pieces, but I think Justin Fields has some accountability he needs to own up to. And then the Texans, I just really feel like it's gotten so ugly for this team. Deshaun Watson's close to out. They're most likely gonna have to draft a quarterback, if not this year, the next. And there's really no talent coming out in the quarterback position. So I think them just losing against the Cardinals just shows that you know they're really not meant for this season, and they're probably just gonna have to lose
0: out at this point. Man, lose out, lose out. It's tough. Lose out. Oh, Are there words Mike. there from Angie. They might though.
1: They might. They might. They
0: might as well. You know, their division's
1: beat, so you. bad though. You would think that you could beat the Jaguars once, right? Maybe. Yeah, they, yeah they beat the Jaguar. Uh, they, yeah, but so they, did, the they first- did. beat the Jaguars. Maybe they'll do it again. they one and six. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, that's
0: the two wins. So we'll see. We'll see. So we'll see from there. Definitely, like you said, not too much talent there. Um, unlike our underrated performances of the week. So we're gonna knock these off real quick, get some time to get into our betting and our AFC picks. So let's get into this now. We have Derek Carr with a 33 to 22 win. 31 of 34 passing, I believe that's like 93%, really hard to do. 323 yards, two touchdowns. We did have an interception just for context. And then we have Browns, Broncos. We have Dearness Johnson, 22 carries, buck 46 and a touchdown. Um, filled in for an injured Chubb and Cream Hunt as the backup. Great performance Thursday night. And then lastly, we have Mac Jones, the rookie 24 of 36, 307 yards passing, two touchdowns, a blowout win over the Jets. So, I want to get us started here with their pick. Brandon, you want to get us started here? Get your play underrated performance of the week.
1: <clears throat> yeah, let's 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 just. We don't need to sugarcoat this. Dearness Johnson, the reason the Browns won that game. God. That dude looked like a legit starting NFL running. That was a, like, nice. there was no backup tag just slapped on that dude. The only reason he's not starting on NFL roster is because he's behind Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Like, that was, that was just impressive. He made Case Keenum's life so easy with that play <laughs> action that he could roll to, and he was making the right read. That. The Browns might be able to stay afloat with with Keenum and Johnson. I don't think a lot of people thought that. So you definitely got to give it. If your boy Johnson Johnson's putting up over 100 a game, that's good on him, man. That's awesome. And the story. We don't need to hop into that whole thing, but mm-hmm. this man, this man was working on you know fishing boats like two years ago. So right. good on him, man. That's awesome.
0: Great. (laughs) Any NFL
2: team would really pick him up. I feel like there's probably plenty of like coaches rooms like, hey, we need to get our hands on this guy. People are looking for fan. All right. I should say fantasy for myself. I need some running (laughs) backs. I'm injury damage right now. But yeah, I think I could see him definitely making a move to another team if he doesn't stay with the Browns and having a long career.
0: Is that your pick as well?
2: Oh, no, I'm going to give mine to Derek Carr. And the reason being, I saw what they did with the Raiders and his numbers were great. I like you said, the 93 or 94% passing percentage. But I think just his leadership and what he's doing for Oakland, just taking ownership of that team What the adversity mentioned before, a lot of the great quarterbacks take ownership of their team and kind of lead by example. And I think Derek Carr has just always done that and he's going to continue to kind of be a positive support for uh las vegas so i'm
0: gonna give it a him this week great great i like it i like it Derek Carr, honorable mention gotta give it to my boy Uranus johnson coming in really saving the day on thursday night making the clean win moving on to pittsburgh this week all right everybody it is time for the best part of the show our locks of the week Our parlays have been doing good. Last week, we just missed one. We were really close, but you know, this week, I'm really feeling it. I really think we got some good games here to go with. All right, so getting into our parlays. Brandon, you want to go ahead and get started with your parlay of the week?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we got some big spreads here that I like, but I'm going to advise maybe just buying a couple points on these. You got Bengals minus 10 at the Jets. I mean after what we've seen the last two weeks why wouldn't they win by more than 10 so maybe buy that half point get it down to nine and a half you feel safe they win by 10 rams uh at the texans texans are trash guys like everybody's seen it they're losing by a lot to everybody uh their spread is at 14 you don't like it and they buy it down a half point get it to 13 and a half um feeling really safe about that same thing buccaneers at saints i know that saints defense is really good i know it's a division game it should be competitive but Buccaneers have mostly been blowing people out lately. So I like them with that five and a half, six. I, I I think they win by a touchdown. So I like the Buccaneers on that one. And the last one is the Dolphins at Bills. We got minus 14. Like I said here, you want to buy a half point, feel safe. Uh, 13 and a half. They only got to win by 14. I really like that. But I, I don't see this Dolphins team competing with, with the Bills, even though that is also a division game. So Bengals minus nine and a half. Rams minus 13 and a half Buccaneers minus six bills minus 13 and a half. put that together you get plus 1050 odds so a $10 bet would win you $105 on that Ooh,
2: that's nice. nice I like that I like
0: that I'm lock that one in okay okay all right now all you're right in. let's hear it let's I'm gonna
2: hear just it. I'm I'm going to start mine with the Cincinnati Bengals alternate spread as well, but I'm going to take a risky bet and I'm going to take 13 and a half, two touchdowns that has itself at plus 120 Arizona Cardinals, Green Bay Packers at Arizona Cardinals. I think Devonte Adams on their COVID-19 list right now. So I don't believe he's going to be playing Cardinals have that game at home, six and a half touchdown. I feel like they can make that spread. I'm also going to take the Tennessee Titans minus one and a half at the Colts. I really don't, haven't seen anything with the Colts. Where I'm like, wow, this is a team that's going to, you know, sneak away in the playoffs or they can knock off big teams. I think that the Titans are going to go in there and roll them will well. So I will take that minus one and a half. And then I'm going to take the Dallas Cowboys on the money line at Minnesota Vikings. I don't watch much of those games, but I think the Dallas Cowboys with what they have, yeah. the Minnesota Vikings don't have much to match up with it. Okay. Those odds are plus 1243, $10 for 124. Oh, all right, y'all we
0: getting, we getting some money this weekend, everybody. Make sure you lock in on those picks. Um, and check out they will be on Instagram as well. Um, now for our AFC picks of the week, everybody. Once again, we have a bye this week with the Ravens. So we just have two games. Um, so Brandon get us started here with your picks of course we have our Bengals Jets and then we have the Browns and the Steelers
1: this week. yeah so I'll start with the less interesting one uh Bengals Jets how the Bengals are playing and how the Jets are playing I just I don't see anything but a blowout this week it would shock me if that wasn't the case so I got Bengals 34 Jets 10 don't see the Jets scoring a lot Bengals just have a nice solid day getting some points up on the board And then the Steelers-Browns game, super interesting. The Steelers haven't looked great. I definitely would normally take the Browns. They're pretty injured, so there's that consideration. But they're at home. They looked good last week. I think they find another way to gut this one out with the dudes they have. I think Keenum and uh, DeAndre Johnson are up to it. So I got Browns 20, Steelers 17. Close game, but Brown's getting a much-needed win without some of those starters.
0: Oh, okay. I like that. 2017, I like that. I like that. All right, Andrew, let's hear your picks.
2: All right, I'll start with Bengals, Jets, too. Brandon, it's crazy you said that when you started with 10 Jets and then 34. I'm going Bengals, 35, Jets, 10. And I wouldn't, I'm not saying that just to say one point different, but that's actually what I thought in my head. So great minds think alike. I think that's right about where we'll end up. And then Steelers, Browns, I think that's going to be a Duke out. I think that their defense will be able to hold up well on both sides. Um, I think without Case Keenum, the Watt brother and just some of that other stuff on the field should hold them back. But I will take the Browns in a low scoring game 17-14, kind
0: of like last week. All right. 17-14 Browns. All right. I like it. I like it. I like it. All right. So for me, <clears throat> Bengals and the Jets were well, actually just realized this. I have the same score as Brandon. I uh, had <laughs> 34-10 bangles <laughs> I just see you know, first ball. Time. I really first wrote this down. that's actually crazy how that be happened to us. I mean, I write mine down before 34-10. I just think I mean the, 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 the Jets are terrible, you know. The, the Jets are terrible, the Jets can't score. I don't think they had a, a first quarter point all year, they said, which is just ridiculous. I mean, I don't their their head coach might I don't think he can coach that well. I mean, he, he was a cool guy. I don't know but he hasn't seen shown anything yet so that's that's over we know it's gonna blow out now brown steelers ah man i really don't know the steelers are coming off of a buy that's what makes me a little nervous because mike Tomlin's a great coach if you're a great coach off a of buy you know your stuff y'all
1: you had the mini buy
0: though that's true a mini buy
1: and you got 10 days versus 14
0: you know a mini buy a mini buy yeah so do like that as well but of course, you know, we not going with to the Steelers. We're not losing, bro. So I got the Browns coming out 27 to 14. Case Ooh. Keenum, three oh, okay. touchdown passes. Case right. Keenum, three protection. touchdown passes. All right. Great day on, on the, the ground. Ah, 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 maybe two. Maybe two. Maybe two. Maybe two, maybe two touchdown <laughs> passes. <laughs> Great day running on the ground. Defense steps up. Big Ben just looks like he's that's the that's the game where people are like Big Ben's gonna retire. Corpse Ben Roethlisberger on Halloween. Okay. Also like (laughs) the Browns,
2: they have more to the Browns have more to lose than the Steelers. The Steelers don't have that much to lose at this point. Everyone knows they're in a downward spiral. But the Browns, if they lose this game, it looks way worse than what it was looking, you know? So, we'll be all right. Huge game if form. we
0: lose, we lose 4-4, yeah. four four. we'll be all right. You know, we still got the Bengals twice. That's two dubs, so, you know. But all right, everybody. <laughs> Record <laughs> that. I'm glad Stopped that's on this podcast. Stopping through today. Make sure you check out our Instagram for some updates and our betting locks parlays of the week. Appreciate you guys stopping by. Showdown this week. Browns over the Steelers getting that dub. See you guys next week.
1: <laughs> Go
2: for Jamar Chase, rookie of the year. <laughs>